Okay. Welcome to the Yang Gang Roundtable. It is 4.10 p.m. on Sunday, June 21st, 2020. I'm here with Ariel, Faye, Jeremy, Mia, Zach, and for the first time, Izzy B. Welcome to the program. Hey, everyone. Would you like to introduce Hi, Sorry, I'm not very enthusiastic. Just like, I'm just, just hey, very okay. drained. <laughs> this is These like are a very lot. draining times, you know? I'm yes. putting on my big radio voice, but I, too, am very tired and uh, a bit sad. Huh. So <laughs> that's how yeah. it is. We live in a real crazy transitional time, and we hope we're going to come out the other end very, of it. So we're all here weird. every weekend advocating for basic income because we know it's the thing that it's going to do the, the, the most for our own lives and the lives of everybody we love mm. and everybody we don't even know. So yeah, that's why we're all that? here. So, I mean, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, for me, it's, it's not like your typical exhaustion. But uh, yeah, like, you know, like I said, I'm from the Chicago area, you know, Yang Gang, big time ad supporter of Andrew Yang. Um, I also have, I'm also on the uh, um, autistic spectrum, like uh, his, uh, like his oldest son. And, um, and I also have like other uh, medical, medical issues. I mean, I do also have ADHD and, and, uh, but the medical issues, they actually came with the, uh, the uh, environment that I'm in is very toxic, and uh, as well as the uh, the people and stuff. And um, like, well, well, you know, Yang was start when he started his campaign in 2017. Um, like during that time, it was actually the worst for me. I just got done finishing mm-hmm. school, and it was like, uh, it, it was, uh, oh gosh, it was like, it, it's like I got discharged from you know, from from a you know fighting a war. You know, like that's how that's how painful it was, even though it was, you know, finishing school. And it's like, um, so and then like there's these wave of just so much going on. I'm trying to like process it and stuff. And this this went on for, for a couple of years and then then I, I came across this this one person in a support group, um, who was a lot like me and we and we talked about our 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 uh our experiences and um uh, like you know, like what we think about this society and how they failed us and stuff. And then I, I literally, I literally asked her, like, she, like she was mentioning there are other cultures who are actually better and, and could actually help you and stuff. And I, I literally asked, like, why can we have that here? Why can we have someone like that here? And then I came, I, I literally like came across Andrew Yang. It was like the uh, one of the uh, clip, clip from the Joe Rogan uh, podcast and. um and then I saw Fung, saw Fung Bros, him on Fung Bros. Um, I wasn't, I mean, yeah, I was yank curious, but it's not like I was skeptic of him, but more so like I, I had my own problems. I was dealing with that. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I noticed that he had policies on autism and mental health. And he, he said, and like when he spoke, like he literally sounded like me. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, holy crap, is he like, is he like pulling a? Is he like pulling a repeat on me? It's like so. Um, so um, man, that was that was that was that was pretty interesting. And then, but then, like he was he was saying, uh, you know, um, I believe that one time he he was like, uh, I, I see a future that uh, we're going to leave to our children, the next generation, and it's not something I'm willing to accept. And I believe that's what really sold me on him. And then I just I skipped all the other steps and just went full on Yang Gang. Um, and, um, and I'm literally telling, 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 uh, 
the very person who actually, you know, reached out and I've been talking with before Andrew Yang and like say, hey, check this guy out. Like he's literally fighting for us and speaking our language. And and like I, I was and I was like I was almost like I had I almost had had the Patrick Cagney sort of passion, you know, and I was like uh I, I wasn't like uh knocking on doors and stuff, but I was like talking to a lot of people like, you know, hey you gotta check out this Andrew Yang guy. Um even I even made made do- made donations um to his to his campaign and bought bought his merch. So and I haven't done that for anyone else. So it's like it almost became like an obsession and addiction, you know. It, it even it was even it was even much harder to like you know uh, uh, to like you know forget about Andrew Yang after seeing that him and that that old picture of him in that black tank top. I'm just <laughs> but anyways, um, um, you know when he uh, when he uh, suspended his campaign, um, like a lot of people were 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 down and stuff. But for me, like my health actually got worse and. Um, I have um, one of these things is w- one of the things that happens is that uh, like when I get very get very stressed or when I or when I, you know, get up from sleep, I would get like these very intense headaches. And when I heard that engineering has to spend his campaign, like those headaches got twice as worse. Like they're like it's, it's literally like I'm, my head is being squeezed. That's how it feels. And and I was feeling that for for even more. And uh, it's like uh, it was it was intense. Um, and then you know, but I, I I noticed what 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 gravitated to me. And the reason why I'm here is because you know I uh, you know I, I uh, the humanity first the humanity first uh, message movement. Like I, I I really believe that. Like I, I I tried to you know become that. I tried to live that. And you know um, and like you know I just want to like bring that fire back. You know that was kind of lost when Yang suspended his campaign. I mean, luckily there are those who still, um, still have that, uh, still have that compassion, that, that fire and stuff. You're damn um, right. I, yeah. And I appreciate that. It's just like, just keep it alive. Cause we, we do need more of that. We do need a lot of people who, who are, who are like him. And I mean, uh, like if, if my, if, if my friends, if they had, uh, someone, someone like him in their area like they wouldn't be they wouldn't be suffering as 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 much as they are you know but unfortunately you know we live in a society where there's plenty of donald trump's plenty of hillary clinton's plenty of pete Buttigieg's, plenty of kamala harris's plenty of you know all like a, a lot of these people who who you know yeah plenty of joe biden's you know a lot of a lot of people who are uh like they say one thing and do another they're they're inconsistent and like they have their own agenda and they they're not like they're, they they don't like mean well or anything they just say they do um and I mean, and I, what I notice and, and you know especially in in, in Congress yeah, the same talk and no action well well what's worse is that like they 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 say those things you know they tell you what you like to hear as a way to gain your trust and then boom like all, all of a sudden like you see their true colors like even like when uh you gotta uh like follow up with them it's like you say like hey uh uh you know do, do you are you are you still going to keep up with your problems are you still going to do this or that and they get like automatically defensive or they try to yeah. uh bring up your mistakes your flaws and stuff and and thing about it was what's very disturbing is that um it's not just in congress or in our politicians but it's well our society 
it goes all the way down to like your friends, your family members, even like the freaking state agencies, people you rely on, your doctors, law officials, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm sitting there going like, like, my, my God, is this, is this the new normal? Yeah. So the new normal is panderous hypocrites who say anything to placate you. Yeah. Oh man. It's just, it's just, it's just unbelievable. And it's like, you know, this, and that's what makes me so, uh, so, uh, upset because I mean, there are other people out there who are like me and they don't deserve to live like this. And, you know, um, you know, and the reason, and I, and the reason why, you know, that, uh, you know, is like, I'm, I'm just so passionate about, you know, just being a Yang gang and just following Andrew Yang's message and stuff is that, uh, yeah, like when, when, like when I, when I went to, every time I spoke to members with, within his base or whatever, like I got nothing but positivity and, and you know, good vibes. Um, I mean, more, more or less, you know, you're, you're going to get some who are just, who are just, you know, who are just pretenders. There's know? always a couple cranky apples. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I, I remember when, uh, you know, where he, uh, he had a Chicago rally, I believe it was December 2019, and I actually went there. Um, and I mean, I don't, because of my health, I don't travel that far, but I did it just to see Andrew Yang and just to get a feel of, just to have the experience of being in the Yang game, being with those, being with that base. I mean, I would have enjoyed it better if my phone was working properly. You know, I couldn't freaking charge it or record or whatever, but I had, but you know, it was, but when I was there, um, it was like a party. It was, it was like, it was, it was insane. And, but, and then. Izzy, what, uh, what rally was that? Which one did you go to? Because I went to one on this. Yeah. The, the Chicago, the Chicago rally at, uh, I believe it was like, like at the UIC pavilion or some, some building. I, I forgot, uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, wait, were, were you there? No, I was at the Dallas one. Oh, oh, the Dallas. Okay. Well, the, um, like after the uh, the event, I mean, so he had like fifteen hundred people trying to like you know get his autograph and, and a photo with him. Um, I wish I could get one, but um, but you know my 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 what I was worried about was like you know trying to get back home because it was getting dark. And in my area, when it's dark, it's it it, it gets sketchy, like you know, very sketchy. So um, you know, I was I was just getting incredibly anxious, like okay, I need to find a way back. I need to find a way back home. Also, my phone isn't charging and stuff, and and like I'm I'm telling like a lot of these people like I don't know, probably strangers, you know, it's like saying, hey, um, can anyone give me a ride back? Can anyone help me out? And there was this one, one of one of them was like, uh, well, you, do you have a Venmo? And I said, no. Uh, he but he said like, okay, well then I'll just give you, um, you know, five six bucks, you know, consider it like a like a like a revenue, you know, and he he didn't have to do that, you know, like a, he called it like a dividend, or whatever. Like he didn't even have to do that. It's like, holy crap! Like, and and you know that like that that to me like really meant something. And then I actually I actually ran into a uh, uh, you know a familiar face, um, and they actually gave me right home. You know, and um, yeah, and I also found out that uh, they're actually familiar with my area. Like they they like one of the buildings. You know, like their their father owns and stuff. Or is like the tenor, so I forgot what he told me. But yeah, it's like those sorts of experience. Like I, I, you know, I, I, I found you know in the Yang Gang, you know, rather than anywhere else. I mean, you, you, you'll get that energy anywhere else, but it, it, it was more potent in this group. 
So, yes, like, that's why I was like, I just became attached <laughs> to so this. Is I feel like, yeah, this is like your this, tribe, right? Yeah, my, yeah, my, tri- well, uh, let's not say tribe, you know, family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, a place to call home and stuff. Yeah. I don't want it to sound like tribalism or anything. It's like, it's like, yeah, because yeah. uh, oh, I mean, you're, you're, you're not so alone because of my my health and my extreme poverty. I have never in person met another Yang supporter. I, I almost go nowhere. So you're, you're not alone. Uh, you know, I am also hobbled by finances and health and the intersection thereof. And I could really improve my health if my finances were better. So we I know where you're coming from. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I mean, I was sold uh, with the uh, at the beginning with the UBI because like, well, you know, first off, you know, Angie Yang didn't really peg me as a person running for president because like when you when you first see him, you, you think like, oh, this guy could be like my college roommate. You know, it's like forget having a beer with him. We could play beer pong. It takes shots of tequila and stuff and have a good time or whatever. Um, and then like, I hear he plays he guile. Saying, Oh really? Oh, wow. the guile player. I yeah, want to go three rounds. Now he's even <laughs> more likable. I don't even yeah, know right. what guile is, but I'm just whatever. Street Fighter Two. Oh, okay, now I well. feel super old, right? <laughs> you know, hey, what? like, yeah. hey, I, I came, I came out around the time like they, they had the PS One and stuff, <laughs> yeah. like, and, and Windows ninety five. So yeah, I'm you know, just you know so... what Street Fighter is. Oh yeah, I know what Street Fighter is. <laughs> yeah, but I missed that. Yeah. Sorry. I think so, I I made it into that genre with uh what is it Tekken three? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. oh, oh I remember one. Tekken three. I grew up on that. Hey, while we're uh, we're on a tangent, Faye, I think you have uh you have someone to to uh, to thank today before we get too far into the episode, and then we'll we'll get back to you, Izzy. Um, okay. Sorry to cut you off, but I did one. not mean to. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you guys. No, no, I interrupted, but yeah, I just want to get this. I don't want to forget. So right, mainly <laughs> is on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting old and I just don't remember stuff. Uh, but I wanted to shout out uh, a few people who are helping to make uh, the future of our of our podcast possible by um, investing in us. Uh, their names are John Lamebull. I think I got that right. Peyton Hill, Matthew Embry, and Bunhan Lai. I hope I said all of your names correctly. Um, all four of these people made contributions to us so that we can create a future website. Thank you very much. Thank you. Really Thank you. That. Thank you. We'll do the best we can you. with your donations. That okay, back to Izzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. After these messages, we're right back. Have this commercial break, huh? <laughs> I think we were on Tekken, and uh, you know now it's all about Super Smash Brothers for me. Yo, PlayStation is still better than Xbox. <laughs> What's Smash Brothers? Super Smash, Smash Brothers? Brothers? I don't think that's on Xbox. It's an, it's I think that's Nintendo a Nintendo game. Yeah. Well, that's which, a, that's which a Nintendo game. One. The Switch, right? Yeah, right now. Which one? Um, I mean, the one for the Switch is the current one. I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the subtitle. Uh, I'm all about oh. melee. It's like uh, that's the one maybe for GameCube, two, two versions ago. Oh, it yeah, it came out for GameCube. It's oh. a GameCube, and then Brawl is for Wii. And I yeah, you're definitely old talking about GameCube. Switch. <laughs> yeah, the GameCube game was pretty awesome though. Switch. You know how old I am, Izzy? Yesterday, I was I was talking to my younger brother, and I was like, "We never beat Eternal Darkness on the old GameCube. We should pop it in." Oh please. <laughs> 
Shale's wow. like, I'm going to yeah. convince Izzy that I am completely out of touch if it's the last thing I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, we can't even get. I I heard that the Switch is now sold out, right? During pandemic time. Oh, is it? You can't get one anywhere. Good for Nintendo. I remember I was wor- working at a Best Buy and we constantly got requests for the Switch. Oh, That's remarkable. The Switch is like a two two plus year old yeah, system for it to it be out of stock. That's very I guess that speaks to an interruption in global supply weird. chains more than anything, doesn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, it it's it's funny how that that worked. How how they the now, now the companies are more than happy to have people work as seasonal workers because when they get like uh over uh demand then they have enough supply of workers but then once that goes away they cut away not even caring about the human being but that's just the way the economy goes right now well i think with so many people home with their children it's time to you know like try to we're trying to entertain our kids um you know they were sent home from school so everybody suddenly had to homeschool yeah so so Izzy, what what was your um story before like Andrew Yang probably like not really that into politics, like didn't really uh thing and then and then when he came longer? Well yeah, like yeah, I wasn't into to politics, but I did like vote for o- Obama and uh um for for the primaries like two thousand sixteen I went with uh Jill Stein. Um and I believe the second was uh Bernie Sanders. Um, I mean, I mean, for for me, like, uh, uh, well, my one thing is, is like, I'm, I'm about, you know, those who are action driven, you know, actually speak loud of the words and stuff like that. And those who are, you know, interactive and, um, you know, mean what they say and all this other stuff. Um, so it's like, if I choose someone, it has to be someone with, with substance, someone who can actually, actually help me. Um, and then the second one is like, well, um. I don't. I don't care who it is. If it's if they're better than the other guy, then I'll I'll go with it. Unfortunately, that was like the lesser two two evils in a way. But I mean, um, back then, uh, Obama was was pretty decent. But he had like he did have he did have flaws and stuff. Hmm. But I I know I I I heard that uh, in 2012, um, Ron Paul was he was running on the Republican side. But they, but they, um, but they, uh, uh, you know, they gave him the, uh, the, the media blackout, like Andrew Yang. Yeah. And I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if, uh, if Obama ran against, uh, or if Barack Obama ran against Ron Paul, I would have voted for Ron Paul, no doubt. Um, same with like, uh, 2016, I think Republican side had Zoltan, uh, Ivan, I believe I pronounced it right. Yes, it's all time. It's, it's, it's sorry, it's sorry, fun. Zoltan. Oh God. I mean, um, he really might pronounce night. it differently. I haven't heard him say it, so. I actually have him coming on my podcast tonight. Ooh, fancy! It is an amazing yeah. name. I'm really. I mean, congratulations on that. On that. On that, Zach. That's really great. Yeah, um, that's thank awesome. You. Hey, uh, Russ from uh, you know Grassroots Yang Gang. He actually did an interview with him. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, but I do know who that is. Yeah, like he 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 supported UBI and and like he was, I believe he he was also grassroots, just like uh, Ron Paul was, and like like I said before, like if he was in the primaries, if he was like running against, uh, I believe, uh, I'm guessing it was like Hillary that was who was, yeah. who was chosen on the Dem- like most definitely, I wouldn't regret choosing a Republican. Like if it was 
me. Her versus Zoltan. Like, I, and matter of fact, not just me, but all of most of America. It's like we will make an exception. Be like, hey, this Republican actually seems pretty genuine, and they might actually help us. So, screw it. And there's no vote blue, no matter who, with this person. So it's like, yeah, the yeah. last thing the system wants to present us with is a meaningful choice. And most of us who are paying attention, even a moderate amount, are in a place where we're going, oh, yeah, I will definitely cross the aisle from where I typically vote if it's someone who's at all not a corporatist and actually offers different policies than the two part than the one party we have that's really masquerading as two. It's like two different business sectors in the corporate world, you know, where like the Dems serve one type of business and the Republicans serve another type of business, but it only serves business interests. So the people who know that's going on will gladly vote for a Republican and Democrat or anyone else who's viable if they're viable, but no one's ever viable except for these terrible corporatists because the system Uh, is captured. I think that the the Yang uh, movement was more than just his presidential run right now, because once like this kind of thing happens, it's like you never go back. You never look at politics the same way as you did before. You just kind of tell yourself, hey, like, why is this all messed up? And then when you when you meet other people who are in that, I don't know, that zone of like partisanship, you just say like, hey, you know what? Like, how about if we just sol- talk about solving problems and being human? And then it and then like Democrat and Republican it's like meaningless doesn't mean anything it's just like what what are the solutions to these problems and how can we be more human to each other and this is coming from me and i was kind of like behind trump in 2016 until i just threw it all in the trash and i just said let's just go with what makes sense and what's going to you know help out the people like who deserve it you know, so, yeah. so did our did our very own Zach say that uh, we're going to have that he's going to have Zoltan on tonight? Uh, yeah. Um, well, can you put your on. can you put like a link or something so that we can come and see it? Sure. I mean, well, I listen and I I, I pre-record it, so I'm having the convo with him tonight, but I'll have it released tomorrow. Um, I'll definitely put the link in the chat though. Put a link in our live stream chat here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll do. Exciting. Put it put it on YouTube. I might like you know watch it watch it later. Yeah, I'll probably I know have. I someone who's his biggest fan because uh, our our friend um, in uh, the YGRL Annette Anderson. She says that she has never gotten a tweet back or tweet anything from Andrew, even you know even though she's been doing all this moderating work all year. But she did get a response from Zoltan, <laughs> so she's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> he actually yeah. talks to me. Yeah, he, he's very active on Twitter. Um, you know, he's uh, responded to a few of my tweets, you know, going back a, a few months now. Um, and I just, I literally asked him if he wanted to do a podcast maybe two nights ago. And <laughs> like immediately he gets back to me. He's like, yeah, I'm free Sunday night at eight o'clock California time. If you could do that. Uh, and it turns out he's got a documentary coming out on Tuesday. So it's pretty cool because we're going to be talking about this upcoming documentary that he has coming out. He still hasn't phoned me back. <laughs> Whatever. Well, so apparently it's not a unique experience. Yeah, I feel like, that, yeah, you know, he's more, that. he's more approachable in a, in a sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we can get him on uh, this program too. You know, he's, he would definitely, you know, respond. He seems very open to doing these kind of events. We'll have so, to have him uh, on. Make, 
make an ask. Make an ask at the end of your discussion. Yeah, for sure. I feel like he was always oh, interested in the Yang gang in the first place. Like over the uh, period of time that we, he was running, there was always like this uh, crossover sector that was trying to recruit. One of the conversations we have here at the Yang Gang Roundtable over and over again is like, what can we do to encourage more of our conservative countrymen, friends, family members, etc., to champion UBI, to act, advocate for it aggressively? And Zoltan is probably the man to talk to about that, so I'd love to have him on. Well, is I, he I don't, more of a conservative? I, yeah, he, yeah, he raised a Republican. He had an R next to his name, but he's definitely not. I don't think he's a conservative. I don't think. I think him running as a Republican was more just trying to buck the party a little bit. You know what I mean? Can, he's not a Trump he can, Republican. He just to buck the party. Like <laughs> yeah. Conservative Republican. Most of his ideas are very against what a lot of Republicans traditionally stand for, to be honest. Like he's very against religion, uh, you know pro UBI. He's got some authoritarian tendencies to him, but he's definitely a very interesting guy. And I'm looking forward to chatting with them later. I do remember some authoritarian stuff on his platform when I read it. I don't remember specifically what it was. I do remember some of it I did not uh, feel super comfortable with, but, but you know, some of it I was okay with. And these are desperate times. Like if he were on the ballot, I'd vote for him over Biden or Trump. So um, I've been becoming a little bit more active in, in terms of moderating over at the fan base on Facebook, the Yang Gang, you know, fan base over there, Andrew Yang, you know, for President 2024 fan base over there. And um, we had just made a, we had a conversation among the admins about, you know, the direction that we're taking in the future. And uh, we decided to not do any more, like we're going to cut down on any sort of vote shaming right? Which is something that happens because um, everybody wants to move as a group, right? But as a group, we don't have, we don't all like the same candidates now that Andrew Yang is not going to be, you know, the one. So um, there's been a lot of division over this, right? And the, in the discussions. And I know that we at the podcast here definitely have a certain direction that we're headed, which is we would just like to get as many people in here as possible, right? So we, we're happy when we get a conservative person uh, running for office on UBI. And we don't consider, we're not going to like throw them out of Yang Yang because they're a Republican, right? So um, I think it's been harder to have that conversation on fan base in the Facebook group because some people felt like they gave us their information in a sense, like we have their contact. But uh, the premise was that it would only be about Andrew Yang and about nobody else. So if we bring if we, you know, post anything about any other candidate, it's like we're uh, violating their trust. So I, I don't know if um, how do you guys feel about um, like how how should Yang Gang deal with this? Because we want to grow. We want to, you know, we want to we want to get more people in here. But at the same time, it's like we, well, we were yeah, only loosely like, affiliated. The, the thing is, remember, like it's all about not having like ideological impurity tests. I think that was a big downfall and no offense to anyone in like the the Bernie camp uh, there there's a there there was a lot of like oh like you're not you're not pure us you you don't you don't agree with like 100% of like our thoughts and what we do and what we want then you're like a pariah that is tribalism right yeah exactly yeah that's sectarianism identitarianism that is, that is it is poison terrible. And we should we are the opposite of that because that is a surefire way to get people to not like you. So 
and yeah. uh, that's a lot of. I think okay, it's let me, important. Let me answer your question. Um, I think the litmus test is uh, we can have people on who are UBI advocates. So if another candidate doesn't share any of Yang's other views, as long as he is or she is in favor of a basic income, then we want to talk to them because we need to work with everybody who's in favor of that to get it done. I think it's also important to like recognize that just because um, people agree on one candidate doesn't mean they agree on everything and that it's okay if we do have disagreements about who is and who isn't. It should be okay to have those conversations even. What shouldn't be okay is telling somebody that their opinion makes them a baby or that their yeah. opinion makes them somehow lesser or something yeah. like that. That's where the line should be drawn as far as the behavior goes. That doesn't work. So, That's divisive. And it, 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 it's absolutely counterproductive. It will just drive people personally away from you because that's a personal attack so just just don't punch laterally ever you know always direct your anger at, at the people who are in charge who are making the rules right and so also, we're, also, we're talking about two oh. things here one is our podcast which i think we actually have a pretty good like melding of the minds in our podcast regular speakers and stuff um but the other thing i'm talking about is sort of this fan base right people came together and joined on facebook some of them are not you know hardcore as like we are um, and some of them don't really understand like what the Yang Gang, the way that we understand it, right? Because yeah. we started out with the humanity first values. We had a set of values uh, that were given to us, which uh, I've linked up there in our chat earlier. And so like we were attracted to that. And I don't think that all the people in Yang Gang or supposedly Yang Gang, you know, on these Facebook groups and stuff really understand those values. So what do you guys think about how to deal with that? I, I think that uh, the admins at the, you know, Facebook page really, or Facebook group really came to the same conclusions that you guys have. But um, it's hard to, you know, explain that to the, while you're moderating, like you're trying to explain how to behave, you know? I mean, one is lead by example, of course, you know, you let it come out in, in the themes of your words and the themes of your actions, as well as literally. Um, and hopefully people are paying attention and taking their cues from you. If you're, you know, one of the more established or you know, whoever's whoever's been there longer, whoever is a moderator or an admin. I don't I don't have a Facebook personally. They uh, have a lot to learn, <laughs> a lot to learn. Yeah. Who is who is the they in this situation, Izzy? This was not just, um, uh, you know, um, like uh, uh, just just like um, in, in general, more or less when. Um, like you, you represent, uh, like, you know, saying like being being about values or whatever, but you're, but you don't you don't really show it. You're just like, and it's not really consistent or anything. Um, and it's like what what uh, what uh, Shia was saying. Um, um, you know, you just you should lead by example and stuff. And unfortunately, um, you do have individuals who are just like they. They say they're they're about like humanity first, or even uh, make America great again. But they're just like they're so counterproductive and so right. contradicting and stuff. And um, and I'm like my my thing is like okay, uh, yeah, this is like just by what what you're going with, you know, it's like hey, if if you if you mean what you say, then you know practice what you preach, lead by example, be a better person, and then I will take the message seriously. Because for me, it's like um. Because I, I take it seriously and I and I try to practice practice practice, yeah. oh, excuse me, practice what I preach, you know. And it's it's yeah. It, 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 you get what I'm saying? So it's it's like uh, um, like even it's like it's like when the when the you know when you have 
like some of these uh some of the birds like they were like they would say not me us but then if someone has a different belief than them then they're like oh my goodness you're you're evil you're against us just like <laughs> I, I i hear you i mean like one of the tricks i've learned for if you do want to jump into a situation like that it's always better to handle it in private with the person than in public on the thread because they don't have to defend themselves from like everyone else's judgment, just just okay. yours. If if you message them privately, be like, hey, that wasn't really like great what you wrote there. It doesn't represent our group well. It doesn't represent like your candidate well. It doesn't represent you. So you know, I, I have that conversation in private is my number one uh, recommendation. Don't make the thread about that. Don't make the post about that. Well, I've I've had to make a you know like a general post as an admin, and so I'm thinking like. If I were to lean in onto these, you know, humanity first values, right? One of the first ones, I my explanation, first of all, is, you know, learning about other candidates is not bad for us. Like, how do you make a good decision as a voter if you don't know what, who all the choices are, Man. right? And then second of all, it's like, if we look at these values, I think the first one is humanity first. And what does that mean? You have to support all Americans. Yeah. Everybody. And, that includes people exactly. who disagree with you. Uh you know, you know, this was an interesting one. It was like we I remember uh, Yang had an event in Long Beach that I that I went to. And then um, no one likes I think Hillary had this in like uh, 2016 where she was like, it's it's my time and I am entitled to this position so then when we were we were at that long beach event we we went there and then there there were like the bernie supporters right next to us and we we were trying to be like friendly and say like like hey like we know bernie's like this but this is what like yang stands for and she was like what well why why wouldn't you just want to go with bernie and and thing and and then it was like she's like oh my goodness i'm surrounded by you people and then we're like you came over to our side to like ask us questions and like we're all over here and it's like they, they had this mentality that like bernie didn't make it in 16 now he's entitled to win 2020 so how dare anyone actually want to say something you know against him when this is like he has to win now because he didn't in 2016 and and it leaves room for nobody else it was it was it was not a, a good we thing. absolutely have to dig in on the merit of our ideas and not on the merit of the fact that he ran last time and we think he deserves it this time right when 20 uh when when uh the next election comes up 2020 yeah it reminds so, me of this uh i remember seeing this uh Various posts, you know, with um, you know the current um, the current primary in Kentucky with um, with uh, like we're we're trying to you know have you know Mike Fierce Mitch trending and you know you have Mike Boyer, Cory Booker, and Amy McGrath and you know um, a lot of, a lot of times like on on his posts and like and even um, when he when he just like say like hey we can we can defeat Mitch and even um, um, like when when uh, Marion Williamson made this. This this post where they like, say, hey, like she was back in uh, uh, Mike Boyer and said, like, hey, this guy can can like he can take the uh, the country to the right path or take you know especially like the state of Kentucky, uh, you know, down down the right path. And then you know, um, then you had these people who were just coming after her, you know, and they were they were being they were being pretty childish. Like some of them were like they were like you know trying to like insult her 
intelligence and says things like, oh my goodness, you're supporting Mike and Booker? I feel sorry for you. Like, what's wrong with you? You seem, you seem like an, you seem so smart. It's like, you should have done the right thing. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, that's not how you get someone to support your candidate. You know, and they, and then, um, but then, you know, the moment we call them, call them out or whatever, like, then they're like, they would try to like, put it, throw it right back at us. I'm like, sitting there going like, you're acting like a, like a, like a high school, you're at the immature. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, 100%. oh my goodness. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you can have disagreements, but be respectful. It, it's like we have to get out of high hurt. school. We have to get out of these cliques. And sometimes, you know what I'm seeing, even though we, we don't do it here and we try not to do it. Even sometimes I saw within the Yang gang itself, there were cliques of like, who were the upper echelon of the yeah. Yang gang and who were the lower echelon of the Yang gang. And it's like, no, 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 stop. No, this is that's this not is us. Right. Exactly. What we are. It's, it's like, like who, who wants to get the most views and subscribers and this and that. It's like, no, can we just be, can we just like talk to each other? Can, can we just like solve problems? Can we and, just enjoy life? Like, have fun. Yeah. Right. Right. The world is not a freaking popularity contest for God's sake. We're, we're, what? this isn't mean girls. <laughs> I mean, I feel like enough. out of, out of the six values. It, it that triggers we my had, anxiety. I'll tell you that. Yeah, out of those six values, I feel like we're pretty good at just the math. You know, <laughs> that's the only part that we really got math. And then Make all of these harder. other ones have been just really difficult, like the not left or right, but yeah. forward. That is like, that's exactly. Maybe you should uh, try sharing some like informative videos and such that have gone <laughs> viral regarding that kind of subject and uh, hope that some of it rubs off on them. Well, about about like Yang Yang should it be a popularity contest? Oh, you you want you want videos about humanity first? I actually well yeah, like the not left, not right, forward mentality. People have had these discussions before about how we should proceed forward, and I think that people react a lot better than to be reprimanded on posts to positive feedback from like a, a somebody who has a who's done a good job on YouTube. Right. Yeah. I got why, why I got you? several. I got I got several. Um, like in. Generally speaking, so one that I know is like, and you know that that I've seen is um, there was like this social exp- experiment where this guy, like he had he ho- he was holding up a sign that he was uh he was going through depression and stuff, and and like people they 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 um they you know they came around here and, and tried to talk to him and stuff, but this one this one moment uh, they showed uh like just just this, this one guy he just sat down with him and, and hugged him he embraced him and he was like. And what the, the next thing he said, it wasn't like your typical, hey, are you okay? Y- you know, like, uh, do you need to talk to somebody? No, he just said, hey, man, let's go to Jamba Juice. Let's get some G. Let's hang out, man. Like, yeah, yeah t- tell me anything. And then, then there's, um, you know, have you, I don't know if you've, if any of you have heard of Aaron Stark, but he did this, uh, this TED talk about how he almost became a school shooter. And the only thing that stopped him, um, from going through it was love. I mean, and not your, not your typical, like, like, Oh, you know, you're, you mean well in this world and, and you know, you're, you're important and all this. No, it's like, uh, here's like, he was in that, he was in like that dark mindset and his friend came Mm -hmm. up to him. His, his old friend came up to him and approached him just by saying like, like that one guy did in that social experiment video, like, Hey, want to go watch a movie? Want to read something to eat? You know, just treat him like a regular person. That's what, Move mountains. That's what changed the course of history. I think, I think and it was less 
you're really, you you're really hitting on something big here, Izzy. I think that like insults and rude behavior is just going to breed more insults and rude behavior. And also like yeah. people, people come at people who are like going through a rough patch in their life or going through a hard time, but they do it in a very condescending way. You know, oh, you, yes, it, it's, it's like, you're, you're 100%. not at my level, but like, I'm going to give you some sympathy, but you're down there and, and I know how to save you and mm. aren't you for me trying to save you it's like they you know sound what, like politicians actually, right exactly they sound like politicians and and but it, but it takes like real people but if you come with like understanding and be like hey like like let, let let's have fun together let's do something cool and i and i value you and i value your time like it's much better like that and it, it's funny to me how the only one who got like diehard conservatives and former trump supporters Supporters so much to their side was Yang because he didn't come at a person who's conservative or supporting Trump saying like, Preach oh, it. you know, you know, you racist, you dummy. How could you? He said, hey, I understand that Trump was talking about a lot of problems that you had before. And I know and I understand you have these problems, but you see like the, his solutions aren't going to work. And then and then the Trump supporters went like, well, at least you acknowledge the problems instead of just trying to judge and they yeah. became some of yeah. his most strongest supporters and and some people some people just don't get it they're 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 so full of pride in their own ego that they they only know how to attack people who have a different opinion with them and they yep, wonder yep, why yep. they constantly lose elections so you know, true you said this eric person who was uh he could have had it not been for some fortunate intervention, uh, gone on a killing spree because he just felt completely unloved, completely Aaron valueless, Stark. right? He felt like he had no value in society, like the people around him in his community didn't value him. That's the only way you become that person, right? I mean, do you think he would feel that way if he was receiving one, two, three thousand dollars a month from the people in his society, the people in his community? I mean, like, yeah, yeah, people laugh. Some, some, some <laughs> of my friends laugh at me because I say, like, UBI solves everything, but it does solve a lot. It solves it gives you opportunities. A yeah. lot of and our it's problems. And um, it's provable then that your country sees you having an inherent value. You, yeah. That's not that's, exactly. that's what you can take away You're gonna from you. You're going to feel valuable because you it is. You automatically proven. know you are worth that much at least. That's right. And that's not even like the logistical, that's the entire, an entire additional benefit from the psychological knowledge that you actually can take care of yourself and participate in society. This is something below that, something more fundamental. This, you're, if you're hurting so bad, you don't feel like you're a person who has like the value intrinsic needed to participate in society. UBI also does something right. for that. Something and, and not to mention like with, without it, it's like you have this mentality that's like, hey, it's society, if you're not going to value me and like me, then I'm going to lash out against you. You know, it's it's sad, but it happened. And that that's what the Joker movie was about. That, there that, you that go. Exactly. Uh, hurt, hurt people, hurt people. That's the saying, right? Hurt right, people, exactly. hurt people. Remember when Andrew Yang closed, uh, gave that closing statement and he said those words, that your country loves you, your country values you, and you are going to be all right? And like literally everybody was crying. Like yeah, it made me feel something. Like politicians never make me feel anything. That was incredible. Yeah. You, that you, that's what you want your country to tell you. That's exactly what you want to hear your country actually act like, right? 
And also, like, do you remember, like, you know, that one that one Asian guy from Virginia Tech? I mean, that could have been prevented because that guy, he was going, he was being bullied. He's also had abusive parents and stuff. And actually, like, one of my good friends is, like, she relate to him the most. Like, you know, she she was thinking, like, Aaron started, like, I almost became a school shooter. thing about it is that um, when I say all it, all it could take just by Aaron Stark's point. And by the way, I do want to mention that not only did Aaron Stark follow me back on Twitter, but he's also a supporter of Andrew Yang. This I put it out there. But anyways. But um, I think his name is Aaron. Aaron and, Stark. Yeah, like yeah. two A's. And, we should have him on the show. Oh, most definitely. Like, I, I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shoot. But I mean, um, yeah, this this guy, like he um this 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 guy, like he was being abused and stuff, and no one really gave gave a damn about him. Um he's he's like he, but all they talked to him like a human being, like um like what I was saying before, um uh, like hey, um uh, hey, you wanna hang out, you wanna go get some eat and stuff like that, you know, just just talk to him like it's a regular day. Um and, and not like not like try to, you know, play the therapist or talking politician and stuff. You know, just just be real. And just, just like say like, you know, um, like hey, you you all right? You know, let's let's uh let's hang out, whatever. You know, f these other people. You know, you you cool with me and all such stuff. I mean, right. that's you're not reading off a script, whatever. You're speaking from here, like in like from deep within in, in your heart. Like you you can it, it like even though you're stumbling on your words or whatever, and you're getting emotional, it is your words. It is your raw emotions, and it's not like. And that's the- that's yeah. the kind of thing that uh, someone who is ready to take advantage of kids, though, also, they are very aware of. You know, the kids who are really hurting like that and nobody's paying any attention to them. Um, you know, usually it's like the person who wants to kind of take advantage of them that will go and, you know, notice them and 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 tell them, hey, you know, you're all right. Come join my group, you know. And that could be somebody joining a gang. That could be someone joining, like... You know, it could be the drug dealer that needs people to run the drugs or something, you know, or, or some crazy cult. Yeah, I yeah. like take advantage of you. That, oh, way. yeah. Oh, you know what? That That's that's the way a lot of like online marketing works. Like some mm. some guys like your society doesn't appreciate what you do or like you're not making money, but you want to show you things. So come and join my master class for like four thousand dollars and like invest in this. But it's like yeah. the way they talk. Exactly. <laughs> It's like a drug commercial, you know, like they say, like, hey, are right. you feeling are you feeling down? We'll try this. I think I think Andrew Yang, he did like this, this like this parody of it on his like when he was talking about healthcare. It was like, you know, like Andrew's sad. And but then Reviva came and Andrew now feels better. I don't, I don't know if you all remember that, but the but yeah, it's like and then they, they, they get they sell this stuff to to your point, Ariel, that, um, um, you know, they're like, you know, like, uh. Yeah, like if you take this, like it would definitely help help you or whatever. Then they start listing all these, like a, a like a big ass list of you know side effects. Side effects include yeah. something fatal, or you know, right. um, like all these all these other crap, vomiting and, and it, it's more like, depression. In, it's like, instead of instead of talk Prozac, to your doctor for taking it. Like, in, instead f- instead of Prozac, I'd rather have the freedom dividend. Thank you very much. It's that, like, exactly that, that'll 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 cure me up like that you know it's, yeah it's well, yeah for girls it's very dangerous because you could be trafficked you could be you know you know be be lured into a situation where you become uh separated from your from your you know natural caregivers and it can be really 
really dangerous for young people to get, you know, and we, if we want to improve our country, we have to get to all of these people before someone starts to take advantage of them. And, I, I think the bottom line is that like the, the, the authenticity of, you know, the Yang campaign, Yang gang, as opposed to everything else we see in our world or in our country, that's always being orchestrated. That's always being pre-planned. We always know it's focus group. We always know it's not real. We always know that whoever the hell is talking to us, there's another person whispering in their ear, telling us how they should talk to us to get us yeah. to do something that Pete we may Buttigieg, or may not want to do. Gentlemen. It's what almost like somebody said, let's said, take uh, that phrase, Buttigieg, all the world is a stage. It's almost like somebody said, let's take the phrase, all the world is a stage, and then applied it to reality. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, I cannot. It's on the tip of my tongue that that uh, that that trope. Yeah. There's there's a theatrical trope or a narrative trope. It's I'm sure a, there is. But there's, there's also a story. Yeah. There's, I mean, look there's at Trump. He's our, the Truman Show. Remember that one? Yeah. He's he's our actor in chief. Like like the it was. He, 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 <laughs> I like he that. Was, yeah. He 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 was, he was doing it and it, he was playing on this. For you, thousands of people are dying. The, the, the millions not dying thousands of people are dying millions are unemployed and what is the idiot talking about uh, uh how, how he drank water and how he like went on the rails how much of a narcissistic douchebag do you have to be with people getting a disease people dying and people losing their jobs that you think the world cares about how you drank water or how you walked off of a ramp well, to be I, fair, that is what the world cared about. That is what a bunch of terrible legacy news organizations right. and independent you know, stupid news organizations yeah, well, ran, ran stories on. But, you know, I mean, I, but but also, sure. yeah, it is stupid for our terrible president to dignify it with a response. It isn't what he should be focusing on right. either. He's a jackass. And, and shame on them, too, for paying attention to that as well. Shame him on. It's all the, just you know, nobody having the right conversation because, it, you know, yeah, having exactly. the right conversation actually harms both those parties you know the news uh they would like to keep the social order so they can keep all their privileged connections and have their very easy jobs and their incredible fortunes and their incredible power and the on the other side you know they they help maintain the power of the people right, who are actually exactly. in together. the government so so neither one actually wants to talk about anything but the narrative they're setting so if, you know mm -hmm. if, if they talk about anything that could make societal change they both lose. Right. So instead, they talk about how Trump drinks water for, for and how he goes down the ramp, and they both do it. Both Trump and his detractors talk about bullshit. This the whole ramp man. thing is just ridiculous. Like, I honestly, I didn't even see anything all that wrong with how he walked down the ramp, especially considering he's like, what, 75 or something? I mean, he's an old guy just trying yeah. not to it's eat like, shit walking down a ramp. I mean, big that deal. old it's, man it, has hard time on ramp. Story right. at six. Yeah. What the shit? Right. Yeah. Well, uh, did you guys hear about the rally at all that he had last night? Did you guys hear about? About yeah, the yeah, underattended. Yeah, fortunately, yeah. the little underattended uh, viral incubator rally he had, where nobody had masks, but everybody had yeah. to sign a waiver. Yeah. yeah. Not not only a million people and it was only it's, it's like the plot people. of a movie. I really. It's better than that. You know, this like is that. the. This is the. It's taken. It's been a long time since Trump actually surprised me with his depravity. This is a new low. This is a super villain move. This is even worse than Joe Biden. This is terrible. Supposedly, um, it was supposedly, um, damn, sabotaged by TikTok users too.
Well, I, I like think with, uh, with, with TikTok, they, uh, they, they artificially inflated the, the numbers of people that had uh, requested tickets. So anybody who showed up there, they could still get in. Like nobody was. Uh, Jeremy, you're not coming through for some reason. We can't hear you. Maybe you have your finger on the mic. Oh, uh, uh, I can hear. Oh, I guess I it was hear just him me. also. My bad. Must yeah, be my, yeah. uh, something's on, something's wrong on my end. Oh, uh, uh, so anyway, Andy, uh, these, these folks on TikTok, they uh, they made all these fake reservations. So I mean, bottom line was only only 6,200 people were going to show up to that rally, regardless. But where they fucked up was, you know, they made a big deal out of you know like over a million people. Uh, registered for the event when <laughs> in reality it was probably only around like 10,000. 10, there was yeah. an overflow yeah. room. This, this, that this, was, is, this, is, this is scary. This is disgusting because if they can get fooled by something like that, just imagine how easy it is for like a foreign country to fool us. This is, this well, is, I heard this a K-pop fan was actually involved. <laughs> a K-pop so, fan so and, like and their fans. It, it, it was a South Korean attack. No. As well as a North Korean attack. <laughs> I'm not super afraid of a foreign country fooling us. Like we do a good enough job fooling ourselves. Honestly. I, I, so I, we're, we, we don't need someone to take us down. We're taking ourselves down. So check this out. So, not only was the rally um, uh, uh, attended by far less people than they anticipated, um, they would have been able to socially distance all the people in attendance because there were a lot of empty seats. But, but they did it on principle. But they didn't do they that didn't because do of the photo op. Yeah, they wanted the people tightly packed together so it would look like Trump was speaking to a ton of people just for the camera. Mm. Ego. And because of that... Yeah. Definitely, Everything that virus spread in that for crowd. This guy's for sure. There's no way it didn't. He only cares about adoration, how many cheers he gets, how many numbers, how many people are clapping and jumping up and down for him. In the meantime, like six of his campaigns have corrupt. Like all of those oh, people wow. could have went home and they could have like dropped dead tomorrow and he'd only care that they cheered for him the day before. That's how depraved this guy is. Arrow, we know lots of people like that. Like, there's plenty of those, like, Donald Trump, you know. Not like, not like. But we knew that he was. Yes. We knew that he was a reality show. Well, well, yeah. I mean, we we elected the reality show president. We have people in, in, no, no, because, but there's a lot of people, and it's part of this American mythos that the only thing that matters is, like, the money you're making, how popular you are, and your business acumen. And if you're a complete sack of shit, that's okay. As long as you're popular, as long as you're making a lot of money, and as long as you're shrewd, then that's that's like you know what we look up to. And there, you can there's just a present lot. that image. I would argue that Trump, uh, in several ways, fails several of those litmus tests, mm. but is celebrated as if right. No, no, no. Because but because it's more about image than substance. It's more it's more about what the camera is recording. And then, then what? What's actually happening in reality? So th- th- this is what you end up with. You you end up with a with a population of not very bright people who are brainwashed by this mythos of the only thing that counts in life is like popularity and you know and and not and not real popularity and not real business acumen, but the way the camera perceives that popularity and that business acumen and people fall for hook. So Ariel, I think you're mostly right there, but remember what Faye was saying about us not always living up to the values that we wish to, that we should. 
if we're really going to keep a humanity first, I don't think we should discount the intelligence of the general public. I think we got to just consider ourselves about as smart as everybody else yes. and figure yeah. out why we're fortunate enough to kind of have uh, figured out where we were once tricked and understand mm. how we're not anymore. And we have to help other people have that epiphany. It's not that they're dumb. They're misinformed. They're indoctrinated. Yeah. They're trapped. They're tricked. We need to help them. Don't seem to understand how this, you know, this attack worked, which is really weird because I feel like every single time there's a rally, there's all these calls to, you know, uh, you know, reserve tickets that you're not going to use. So it's been happening. It's not like the first time but the people who planned it don't seem to like, you know, right. know what to do about it. So yeah, right. people I just didn't are either... even expect it. It was weird. Right. And and also like what we what we can do to help is to say like look we're we're not here to attack we're here to you know understand you people because I think like in the beginning when Trump was like gaining steam I just I just saw but there there was also a side that was anti Trump but they just took it way 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 too far. They, they, they never wanted to look at, even when he was talking about the problems, they didn't even acknowledge that the problems he was talking about were problems. And they just said, oh, his supporters are all just like racist, bad and evil. And I think that was the wrong approach. That was a terrible approach. And it has led to be, be, th this kind of backlash from actual Trump supporters that they went, well, if you're going to hate us this much. Well, then guess what? We're going to hate you this much. And then it created this stalemate that we find ourselves in right now. Well, we've been approaching that for a while to put all the blame on that divisiveness on Trump. I know how we were treating um, each other back in the Bush days, for example, or how conservatives treated Obama. Like nobody liked each other Obama. for a really long yeah. time. Yeah, when Obama true. was was uh, elected uh, or right before, I'm not sure, is when I first started seeing people actually praying for somebody to die, and I was like, "Wow, I'm not I'm not religious, wow. Wow. and I know that that is yeah. the wrong use of prayer, right? right? Yeah, like, isn't that like I mean, if, I, like if you are a religious person, if you are a religious person who believes at all and like any kind of karmic type action, wouldn't that just backfire on you i don't know i'm right. not a religious sort of guy uh, yeah it's pretty pretty scary but i mean i mean you we we don't know you know how people grew up or what kind of influences they've had in their lives to put them well, it's in all that position like even then mm -hmm. since the internet came out everybody has been slowly but surely backing up onto their sides and facing off against each other because we are free to express ourselves with anonymity, which means the disdain we have for people who disagree with us is free to be expressed openly. And that divides people further and further and pushes them farther and farther apart. And I think, uh, I think a lot of the beauty of the Yang gang and, you know, UBI is that it is this unifying factor. We can all come around um, together and enjoy and see as a way to move civilization forward. Uh, and and oh, we don't I think get the, stuck in the echo chambers, right? And the uh, the official estimate from the fire department in Tulsa is only sixty two hundred people for a claim yeah. that they had a, a million <laughs> tickets requested. It's I about nine hundred and ninety four. Just... It's nine. <laughs> I think nine hundred nine hundred ninety nine hundred ninety four hundred thousand less than expected. <laughs> Which I mean to say that. Uh, that you expected that many, that says something about the people who are planning 
right? The people who are actually creating this event, if they're really that foolish to to not to believe that there's that many real people, that that makes me believe that it's you know it's something wrong with the um who who is who are running our who's running our country? <laughs> you know, people who are running things do not understand. <laughs> there are never any consequences for their failures. Is the thing? Yeah, that's what we have to do. We have to introduce consequences to the to the failures of these people. It's uh, yeah, power, powerful people have all of these systemic insurances against any failures. They just fail up no matter what they do. They graduate to doing it's something bigger with more accolades disgusting. because that is the way it works right. once you get into and, the top and 15% then, and then they of use like the, the, power the population of the propaganda machines to spin all of their BS into what they want people to hear. And uh, yeah, it's. It's, it's like yeah and and as we were talking like what meal the the inner the internet also creates uh an echo chamber because if if you if you think like i don't know like the deep state is trying to destroy the trump presidency and then you just googled that well of course the first thing you're gonna find is something that confirms your bias so, and a whole so group of people willing to tell yeah. you just how right you are right yeah exactly is he how um may I ask if you're a young person? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm older than you. No, I'm just kidding. Um I'm well I'm twenty eight. Um so I don't know if that's young that's like Well it's younger than I don't me. Know if that's I'm younger forty six. You'll be younger than me, I'm thirty eight. I mean, I like even though I'm I'm in my late twenties or whatever, I'm still a I'm I'm a bit of a boomer. Millennial so boomer. this is so what I like, Really? This is what I think um, when when these like the Iowa caucus fiasco happened or something like this, like young people must be looking at it like, you know, (laughs) what? Why don't they know that these things could happen or are happening? And why aren't they preventing it? I mean, it doesn't seem very difficult to prevent, right? Young people have no mechanisms by which they can prevent anything. But what I mean is, like, if you had put a young person in charge, they would have known what are the ways that you could be attacked. the problem is they can't get in charge. I think that uh, for the Trump rally in particular, that for his base, it doesn't really matter. Because all Trump's going to do is squish them together like he did and claim that it was a record turnout anyways. And they'll accept that. So it does not matter to him whether he says the wrong thing or not. He just wants to say the most biggest, bigly thing that he can say to impress the most bigly crap. Cla- Trump has learned the lesson that if he can present his failures as successes, he never needs to learn anything else in his life. Well, and he does. I, I, I'm trying yeah. to throw the ball back in Izzy's court. So I want to see, I want to hear about hey, how does Izzy <laughs> feel as a young person about these, you know, crazy old people running around trying to do stuff and just totally failing so hard. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, it's hard as great. I mean, We've, I mean, again, we we've had this dance before, and that, and it hasn't worked. And um, the thing about it is, like, is you shouldn't just have like a young person, you know, or a young fresh person replace that, you know, because you know, even though Pete Buttigieg is young, like he is terrible leader, <laughs> terrible foolish. like young yeah. but foolish. Yeah, exactly. But you know, but Andrew Yang, he's like a like he's 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 a hybrid, and I mean, um, like he's a mix of. He's a mix of, you know, Bernie Sanders, Barack Obama, JFK, Teddy Roosevelt. And, and like, he, um, he's pragmatic and, uh, you know, reaches across the aisle. And no matter what, even to, you know, the people that 
that uh that disliked him heavily, like especially on Twitter. Like he still tried to reach his hand across the aisle. Like e- even like some members were saying, like, "Hey, uh, Andrew, you might want to dial it back. We're cons- we're concerned about your health." And he's like, you know. Like f this, you know I can do this in my sleep. Sleepless, <laughs> but um, I, I love the clip of him going. I don't give a damn about a spot in the Joe Biden administration. I love that. Who said that? Andrew Yang, our man. The man. Wasn't that our, the boss? The boss himself. Wow. Yeah. Man, you're so, late. <laughs> I've been saying like, okay, for but like, but it was on his first time. album. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was on his indie. It was on his indie album before okay, he signed well, to a major. I see. So, <laughs> but I've been I've been feeling like for the last couple of years at least, um, you know that um, there's also again this you know this whole praying for somebody to die. It's almost like we're we're seeing that again with two very much older people, and it's almost like the young people are just waiting to pry oh, the power God. out of their dead cold hands so at some tired. point because oh, yeah. they won't let go. Uh, so I, I like, don't want to have a serious shed. talk with anybody who prays for somebody to die. I want to look them in the eye and be like, you yeah, really want so, somebody like, to die? Yeah. Is that the only, is that the best solution you can think of to your, whatever the problem is, the best, most pragmatic, merciful, kind, reasonable solution you could think of is for somebody to fucking die? Really? Uh, I want yeah. to look them in the eyes and have them like respond. Well, you know, it's, it's easy and, to be a keyboard warrior, but when you're up to someone face to face, it's like different. Be- I, I saw this meme on the internet. There were two dogs, and it was showing on the internet. They were both on a leash, and they were trying to like kill each other. Then when the leashes came off, they just looked at each other and walked away. <laughs> the face point, though, I think that she's talking about how frustrating it must be for the social contract not to be fulfilled. That power does get passed down to the next generation. Yes. I think that's more about what they're trying to express there and that it's just an extremist form of it than it is about literally wanting somebody to die. They just want the um, the natural order to take hold and let the next generation claim their stake in the next, you know. Right. That's the well, and it I, seems I, like, like it just can't happen until like actual physical death is going to happen. You're right. Like, I, I mean, I, mean I, I, I do at, at the other side of the coin. I empathize with the people who have reached this inhuman level of frustration, where they're like, "I don't, I give up my humanity. I just want these people out at any cost." I understand that that is that is max frustration. And when you feel stonewalled, when you feel like you have no voice in your government, and whenever you go and try to address your government, they tell you you are wrong. You do have a voice. Go do these, do one of these two things, and you'll be okay. And, you know, after a while, that, that you, you do something drastic sometimes, you know? If I can jump in real quick, guys. I, you, as, uh, speaking uh, in terms of uh, calls for violence, uh, I, I think in a lot of ways, our, our country currently is in a, in a cold civil war. Uh, I, I think that the, the calls for violence are only going to be uh, more and more escalated. And you, know, you see that with the rise of Antifa. You yeah. see it with the rise of uh, the Proud Boys. You see it with, in the rise of other uh, radical organizations yeah so I, it's a, i definitely do think it's a uh, it's an issue a threat that deserves to be taken seriously and we need to save ourselves from that brink and just to be crystal clear this is empathy but not advocacy i empathize with people who are so heartbroken in so much pain so frustrated that they are considering violence i think it's like you know it's it's that they're that they're feeling violent. I empathize I mean, but i don't advocate it, i just well, think too many people. What's that? Yeah. The the exact words from my cold, dead hands comes directly out of the mouth of Charlton Heston. And it is a theme that is actually used in uh, NRA 
like, uh, you know, like propaganda and information. So um, I don't know if you guys know about that. Well, I mean, if you want to go up against a, you know, drone with a rifle, be my friend. <laughs> it's like... Right, but, but, uh, you know, I, I, I mean that ties I'm into like the power. But he was talking about his gun, you know. So right, and that's what uh, the, uh, the boogaloo people latched onto. So here, here's the thing, though: it's not the old people that are holding on to power and not and being reluctant to pass it down. It's voters who are constantly electing old people into power. You know what I mean? Donald Trump would not be the president if people didn't vote for him. Joe Biden would not be the nominee if people didn't vote for him. I wouldn't. And if you look at if you look at voting demographics, young people are consistently the worst voters of any age group. And then they just want to have revolution. You know what I mean? I mean, h- how can you really say that the old people are holding our democracy hostage when the young people aren't participating at levels that they should be? Well, part of the reason why there's less young voters is because voting as Act is a habit that you form and build as you get older. So once you vote once, you're more likely to vote the second time. You're you're trying to blame a generation that hasn't had a chance to actually um, to actually express their vote and understand the power of their vote yet for not voting. We need to educate them better. If that's our problem, you know that's our problem. That's our fault there. Yeah, I don't think we can, and I don't think we can blame the voters entirely when voting, voting really logistically can be proven to not matter for most people. Most of us are disenfranchised. Oh, yeah. So most of us, it really doesn't matter if we vote. So why blame the people for not voting correctly? If actually it doesn't matter if they, no matter how they vote, right. the problem is that well, the I mean, voting system is set up to disenfranchise voters. The problem is that the way we vote doesn't have an effect on our government. The or, problem isn't that people don't vote. It's that it doesn't matter when they do. Or, right? or exactly, the, the, you know? the, the choices well, I, that were given are terrible. Yeah, it's it's like, and what, that's what, why, because yeah, what the, would you, by what the would time you it rather, gets to the vote, you're already disinfected. Right. It's and like, there's also the direct correlation of the amount of money spent on a campaign to which person gets elected. Right. It's like, would you rather vote for a slow torture or a fast torture? Well, I'd rather. So, vote but for what explains torture, the difference in, in voting patterns between young and old people? Yeah, you know, I know that they're not going to get their way no matter what, and old people know that as long as they keep voting, they're going to get their way. Well, I mean, I'd so then the logical answer is the young person who is our I mean, I, that today. seems logical, but it's actually not. The reality is when young people get together and do vote, nothing changes because systemic blocks happen. You know, the, the Democratic Party comes in and says, oh, OK, we're going to have 200 polling sites instead of 3000. How do you like that? And they're all just where old people live. That's what happens, Zach. People have young people tried, fail, realize, wait a second, this is rigged. We It doesn't matter if we vote. Well, if, so they stop if voting. I can, if, if I can uh, give, push back a little bit, that's just uh on that, on that topic. So I, I posted in the chat, uh, voter turnout statistics. Um, so when it comes to the 18 to 29 demographic, uh, never in American modern history has voter turnout surpassed 50%. So I, I, I definitely do think that there's a lot of roadblocks and, uh, you know, some huge major flaws within our electoral system and how we elect people you know, through the primary process. But that being said, I think that, uh, I think the argument kind of falls flat. Like if, if we had, if we had like consistent voter turnout in like you know a seventy five eighty percent range and still had the same problems, I, I, I think I would that 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 argument would resonate deeper with me. But given the fact, even that among even among older people, we don't actually have like a high turnout even then. It's not like America suddenly has a huge turnout with older people. It's just more older people show up too. We have a bad system for voting as well, just in general. We don't have a national holiday for it. 
people, younger people are more inclined to not be retired and therefore have jobs they have to show up to instead of vote. There's a lot of things that we are not taking into consideration that have nothing to do with whether somebody's vote has power or not. It just has to do with it's arranged bad. Almost like consistently above 60% or at least 55%. So it's pretty, pretty, um, that's pretty amazing, I think. And I, I was wanting to put past the talking stick to the young person that we've invited to our, uh, to be our speaker today. Um, how do you feel about how would how can we mobilize more young people to actually go vote? Oh me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> um. So how do we mobilize? Get. Um. How could we have gotten you activated, like right out of high school, for example? The very right first chance. That, yeah, like very first chance that you could have had to vote. What would have helped you to think? Oh, maybe I should do this. I mean, straight up. Uh, if you had someone like Andrew Yang. Around that time, hell yeah, like it, it would be, it would, uh, even then, like I would have been, uh, pretty fired up to vote and, like, be, might even, like, you know, jump on the, on the campaign trail and stuff and, and, you know, knock on doors and stuff. Um, how did, I mean, how I know, did he speak to young people? Like, how did he speak? Like, why would, why would he be, um, you know, firing up, uh, someone who's straight out of high school? Well, just like, um, just like the, like the energy he has and him like just being like no BS and just um, like just speaking like, you know, he like when I say, remember like when I say like he, he literally spoke the same language as me and I was like me. It's, it's the same like with, with young people. Like he, uh, and he, he doesn't like try to like act, act as if he's, if it's, he's part of the problem as if he's hip, whatever. That's just who he is. You know, for instance, um, you know, like when you saw the videos of him on a on a skateboard, but then you had Beto do it, and the difference is that with Andrew, with Andrew, it, it looked like he has done it before, but with Beto, it just looks so it just looks so cringy, you know. And same with like you know when he when he curses, you know, it's just how he. I mean, it threw us off, but it's that's just that's just how he is. And I mean, but when Beto or anybody any of the other candidates try it, it's like really. It's just like um, he's just he's just natural, and, and like just just energy gives off. Like you could see, like he, even though he's he's a dad, like he's a family man, or whatever. He looks like he could be one more college base, or like he could like if he were to go to any party or whatever, you wouldn't even notice him, and he he would blend in so well. It's like it's like oh, you run for president? Oh, whatever. Here, have another have another shot of tequila. Have, here, let's let's. Have another slice of pizza, you know. <laughs> so he's got high street creds, and and like uh, there's that um, there's a publication that like rates uh, candidates on cookout worthiness. Do you know that one? I think it's called The Root Magazine or something like that. And uh, Andrew actually got really really high, <laughs> really high uh, you know ratings for that. Yeah, and I think I mean, I, and he had the same high ratings for. Who would ha- who would have a beer with one of the candidates and stuff? You know that's why I saw before like the cookout thing. I don't even. I'm not. I think it's like the same thing. Yeah, the cookout yeah. worthiness. Like it, it, like this. Just I only saw like the you know like would you have a beer with him and stuff like that. Yeah, he got the highest rating for that as well. That's I true. Think, that's I think true. younger people are really like bullshit detectors these days. I think that's why that matters so much, and that's yes. why there's so much a uh, problem trying to get younger people to vote for like canned candidates in general well i had heard that the root is more of a uh it's like 
you know, geared towards black America. And so um, I had also heard, you know, that black Americans are better at detecting <laughs> bullshit, as it were, right? They got the bullshit meter. If you are, um, if you're not legitimate. Uh, well, sometimes, but I mean, they fell for Hillary Clinton all because she had a bottle of hot sauce in her purse. She's like, oh yeah, she's cool. Like she's, she's invited to the next cookout. I'm like, uh, <laughs> um. Oh, really? They yeah, talked she, about her by like, she had, she, she carries hot sauce in her purse. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was talking about wow. that like on, like on, uh, on hot ones or hot 97. She was like, yeah, I carry, you know, she was laughing. I was like, yeah, I carry hot sauce in purse and stuff. It's the same as like when, when it's Kamala. not a qualification for fucking anything. Exactly. And it's, it's the same as like when Kamala was <laughs> like, uh, it's like when you know. Remember when Tulsi called her, called Kamala Harris out, like on the stage, like saying, "Like you, 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 uh, you put people behind bars for for marijuana, and then you went on hot nineties, hot ones, or hot ninety seven, and talked about how you and laughed about smoking marijuana." It's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty shitty. And at what were and at what rate, Kamala Harris, did you happen to incarcerate black people? Uh, compared to other exactly. races, Romero. What's a funny coincidence, Kamala? I'm no, it's not you. I mean, you're black, so you couldn't be in the wrong here. But that's a funny thing you did. I don't know. But no, okay, nobody. I don't think in the history of this thing has ever gotten no, no, cookout worthiness. No, no, nobody does. I'm <laughs> sure nobody pretty, really thinks Kamala's not in the special. wrong, and everybody knows she's a she's a cop. She's a cop. No, I'm and, saying and, Andrew. And she, she's terrible. I'm talking about Andrew. He got infinite cookout worthiness. He? he was number one. He was tops. I'm going to read the last uh, couple well, I'm, lines. I'm not surprised. I'm going to go back to saying he is a guile player. <laughs> it's, 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 it's interesting. Like, it's, it's really not that hard to be like a decent human being who actually like, 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 like listens to people and does not want to part- pontificate just what they believe. And Andrew was like the only one who could do that. And everybody saw it. We're going to have uh, Reverend uh, Wendy Hamilton on uh, soon, and I, she was actually oh. the person that introduced him to this church where he uh, somehow managed to be, they got a video of him invited into the choir, and he had on the choir robes and everything. <laughs> Char- Charlemagne on uh, High Night 7 was saying like, oh... That looks like Panda. It's like, uh, no. It's like, I mean, the difference is, like, uh, again, it did. It looked very authentic, you know. It, it was just being him. But, like, if Kamala Harris did it or if Beto did it or if Biden did, like, yeah, you'd be like, it's it's like what back with, like, what, what May was saying is that we could, we have, like, a bullshit detector. So that's, like, one of those things, you know. <laughs> they put so, him yeah. in the robe and everything. <laughs> Yeah, that whole church attendance thing, I never really understood. Pardon me? I was just saying the whole church attendance outreach thing that candidates do, I never really understood that, you know? I mean, I mean, I know, you know, Yang did it too. It works. I I guess it does. I just just don't understand it, you know? I did in my town. I would understand it in, 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 in like, I don't understand it deeply or personally. I see that it works, you know, it's so like if, if you're a particular, um, uh, religion, like I was raised Lutheran, right. And let's say I was still practicing and I was campaigning and I was, uh, I was running for president or whatever. And I was in a different state. Maybe I would go to a Lutheran church on a Sunday in that state to practice my specific faith. You know what I mean? But going to someone else's 
church or synagogue or mosque or whatever just to kind of you know pander to a specific community it just seems like pandering to me you know at, at that point uh, it okay. just it so, never we'll just, uh, well, doesn't read that way to the people who well, get the pandering as you would call it <laughs> uh, let me uh, clarify this uh, particular situation uh andrew yang was invited there and he was invited right. to, to uh, join yeah. the that's what makes us different and that's what's okay for me too. that is when different I, that is an, yeah. an invitation is certainly different yeah when i go to church with people i go because somebody invited me and so i usually have a friend and the, so now I've been invited and I will go to the social, you know, there's usually a church social, like a lunch or something like that. And I get to know the pastors and I get to know whoever's, you know, the, the leader, uh, if that's what happens. You know, I've been to the um, I've been to the Islamic temple up there, the mosque. I've also been to, um, you know, the Buddhist meditation places. I've been to like various different churches with all different types of traditions. And it's always a good thing if you have the invitation. Right. And then you you spend the time to just talk to people, and that's what it is. It's just about getting to know people. If you're yeah, honest about you know the fact that you're not this particular religion, but you're visiting, most people are pretty happy with you. So demonstrations of any sort of faith are very important for uh, any candidate because they literally trust atheists less. So the less spiritual you are, the less likely anybody is to vote for you. So you have to make those huge shows of faith. Or a certain sect of the population is going to be like, well, that's a faithless, godless person. We can't allow them anywhere near our uh, office. And well, the like, I do. Is, oh. He will behave in a moral in a moral manner, right? That aligns with your values. I suspect that is changing, and it it might not. I know on paper it is still extreme, but I mean, at the same time, the 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 fastest rising religion for decades has been atheism. You know, so. Which is actually quite scary for people who, of religion because their churches feel empty, you know, as people are leaving. And so it's um, it's it's very scary. And then you you rally around your group. You're trying to protect it. So uh, what I love about the Poor People's Campaign, who is running an event today again. OK, they started their events yesterday, June 20th. Um, and they have um, I forgot what they called it, but it's called the like a virtual march on congress okay mass action uh that they've designed it's called a national call for moral revival and they have people from every religion every kind of uh sexuality every kind of um you know race all joining them and i feel like this is actually the most andrew yang yang gang aligned uh group that i could find so far because they're very politically active but they're not about any particular party. And so uh, if you guys are interested in seeing poor people speak out for themselves, that event's going to happen again um, right after our podcast. It's going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern, and it's going to be virtual, so you can go online to the poorpeoplescampaign.org. And I think they also um, took the name june2020.org. Is that right? That's legitimately a reference to MLK's Poor People's March, correct? That is correct. So, so uh, wait a second. I, I misspelled it, so it didn't come up. <laughs> Just make sure that I'm giving people the correct information here. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, it's it was originally they were going to, I think Martin Luther King had talked about starting it, but wasn't like it wasn't fully put together. So it's somebody else who is now, um, it's the Reverend Barber, is that his name? who is who is uh, the head of this one. 
but they also have participation from the Martin Luther King family. So one of the members of the family um, speaks during this event. Do you need a Facebook to uh, participate? Um, I don't think you need Facebook, but you do need a browser of some kind. So you can watch it online. Um, I'm actually able to do a Facebook watch for their live event on my smart TV. So there's a little app called Facebook Watch. You could have that on your TV and you could watch it on your TV that way, which is great. We are starting to wind down a little bit on time. I was wondering, uh, Izzy, did you want to plug your uh, YouTube channel at all or anything? like? Oh, yeah. And I know it's like one of you actually subscribed. <laughs> Out of you, one oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, help other subscribers, uh, YouTubers, because tough it is to, you know, get an audience. So I, if, if I, if you could see my YouTube channel too when I subscribe, that's, that's uh, cool. Because I won't do. Oh, most definitely, man, and I, def- and I definitely appreciate, appreciate it. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm cool. like, I'm, I'm, I th- well, the thing about it, I can't like make it full time due to my health and my, my situation but it's like but it's like that's why I try to like get uh, like get as much help as possible like hey I wanna like really be committed committed to this and like uh um just like really showcase my skills and all this other stuff. Um but uh, you know like even like shoot I wanna be I wanna be a possibly a gamer. Like I wanted to play, you know, Kingdom Hearts three but for I couldn't like really get through it because like I had health problems and like I barely have little to no energy and like and and so um and I usually gotta like make a choice when it comes to the energy I use like okay should I use it to like make dinner or you know and like type this stuff out should I use it to talk with one of my friends and try to like you know entertain and stuff should I use it to like um should I use it to like deal with these if people were giving me a an ulcer or should I like you know save as much as I can and try to uh use it for something productive like making make videos or even you know speaking about my uh my situation or other other people who are in similar similar ones so it's like I mean how long have you been doing your is it is it called Izzy Land YT is that how people find it yeah it's it's uh yes Izzy I Z Z Y Land uh Y Y T. Unfortunately, I I didn't know like there were other Izzy Land uh 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 you know channels out there. It's like I mean, think about it, it's like the the name Izzy Land like that's been with me for quite a quite a while, and it, and it, it's a play on like my my nickname and stuff. And you know it's 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 not it's not that new. But here's the thing: like if it wasn't for Andrew Yang, I wouldn't I wouldn't go this far. Just, 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 just to put it out there. Um, and, okay, and so they, everybody go to Izzy Land YT. <laughs> like, what does YT stand for? YouTube. YouTube. Okay, Izzy Land YT, and hit that subscribe button so you'll get notifications. <laughs> right? How many? How many uh, videos have you made so far? Oh gosh. Uh, well, it's not a thousand. Um, it's. Right. Uh, it's. Uh, I think it's like maybe close to 20 maybe or maybe maybe 30 last time i checked i'm i'm not sure but i'm actually um i'm planning to make a uh a video um a video uh like in in the this this week hopefully um and it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining like i'm i've been checking this one this other guy out named uh uh dave 
uh, Patel. Like he's he does like these tutorials on uh one of the softwares I use for videos. Like it's called Femora, Femora Nine. And he he does like these tutorials, and I thought like um you know you know in this next video, just like you know show like you know what I what I've learned from there. You know, try all the various features and stuff, and just like you know really you know go wild or whatever. <laughs> it's like or try you know because uh, I know like. The most recent videos I made were pretty long and tedious and stuff, and and I mean, it's it, it also like it's it's called like a uh, it's like this other series called Izzy Land Uncut, and I actually have a I actually set up like a like a podcast for that. You know, that was my intention, but um, I made it visual because you know that's that's the that's the the day of age we're living in. So, um, but um, yeah, it was um, it was just. Uh, barely any edits and stuff, but they were the videos were very long because there was a lot of pauses, a lot of ums, uhs, and you knows, and sort of stuff. Um, and we so know it's that, like, uh, so and we also want to plug um, uh, Zach's. Uh, Zach's your YouTube is called the the Liberal Conservative Report, which is exactly what we've been talking about: is getting you know viewpoints of different sides all, um, you know, trying to work in the same direction, right? Not left, not right. Yep, not left, not right, but forward. Uh, that slogan really vibed with me, and um, that's kind of what I try to do. Um, it's part, it's part uh, blog, I guess you could say, where if I have a strong opinion of something on something, like I'll do like a, a solo video just talking about, you know, how I feel about something. But I also um, have all sorts of guests on. Uh, it's a fairly new channel. Um, and I would have basically just about anybody on, you know what I mean? Um, it could be well, not uh, just anybody because you've also had our very own, the other Faye, Faye Doni. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so, are you, are you I'm the one? To, I'm just open to talking. Very to important. Unique conversations, you know, but what I'm saying is like, I would have, I would have a, uh, you know, a, a hardcore communist on, I would have a, even though I'm, I'm very opposed to that just for the sake of the conversation, I think it's important. I would have somebody, you know, um, a staunch conservative on it really, you know, there's not too many people I, I would say no to, but my focus generally for the most part is on politics, trying to bridge the divide a, a bit, but also like branching out to some other areas and, you know, my next video will be with Zoltan Istvan, and uh, we, it's only going to be 30 minutes long. Even though he did run for president, I think we're mostly going to be talking about his upcoming documentary um, on transhumanism, futurism, and uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you have. Do you, do you have? Uh, do you have? Are you the one with the 5.1 uh, thousand subscribers? Is is that you? No, I wish. <laughs> oh. Okay, let me let me try again. Right. Everybody hit subscribe. <laughs> Push the button right now while you're Yeah, we can get the five thousand <laughs> subscribers. Just gotta subscribe now. But these are really important conversations because you won't get them in the regular media. You don't get the you know, there's no other media that, that does as as many um in depth conversations with people of all different types of um of thought. And a lot of media believes that if you bring somebody on, right, it's like you're giving them a platform, so you're so you're um, legitimizing them. But in our case, we're really trying to talk to people and get to the heart of why people disagree, right? Yeah. And what can we agree on? Let's find let's find where we have uh, things in common so we can work together. 
I'd even go as far as to say that, like, if you're a human being and you have something to say, you're already legitimate enough to be heard. You know, mm-hmm. I can hear you, and I, I have enough faith in our audience that they're not, I know they're not going to conflate my hearing you out with my endorsing you. And yeah, a lot of the uh, talking down of people that we disagree with or anything like that either, or like, um. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes on, we're not going to like assume that they haven't thought through their options and treat them like a child who has never once uh, considered what they could be doing. And like we need to give them all the suggestions and all these paths forward. We know that we're all adults and that we're all always looking for our best opportunities. We're assuming that we're we're connecting to the best in somebody else. And we're looking for that. We're looking for the best, right? Yeah. So bring out the is to talk to people, you know. This I is mean, the new generation of uh, of podcasts and uh, the new media. We're doing what Yang told us to do. <laughs> well, I love the that you guys love the Gen X so much. <laughs> I'm glad that Gen <laughs> X is getting a slightly better rep than the than the prior generations at this point. And the I millennials. <laughs> Yeah, I hope one day yeah. we'll 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 learn when to let go when it's our time. Man, no, I feel like, like they're passing us right by. Well, like, it's a small oh, yeah. X is a, this very small generation relative yeah. to boomers or millennials Gen- and things. So that's why you are being passed by. <laughs> Gen-, Gen X should be just as pissed off as millennials. We are, I think so. Yeah, they, they, are, they like, are more or less. Uh, they're older. <laughs> we haven't figured out how to take the power, and then the we, minute we, we get should, it, we're just going to be passing it down. We, so we should, it's we should just like, pass we, us. no, we like Andrew. Andrew was Gen X. He should have yeah, had yeah. the power. Gen X is like right. as mad as they. You cannot be as mad when you're older as you can when you're younger, but they're still as mad as they can be. They've right. been literally so, systemically so should, shut out with no hope of getting in charge for a very long time. We should combine you know? our powers and take them on, like just head on, you know, and just say, you know what, we're gonna, we're if we have to chop those cold dead hands off with a machete, here we go, <laughs> get ready. I mean, like, <laughs> I think I, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it it no because it's just, I mean, I'm wondering how much like the the um. Who 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 were the boomers' parents? Like the ones who came back from World War Two? Like how 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 much did they hold on to power? I mean, did did they do it until they died? I don't know. Yeah. This is relatively new to politics for people to be this entrenched this long. It's 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 grotesque. It's just pure selfishness, egomaniacal stubbornness. Remember how we've got a group in our uh, some of our some of our people are going to try to go to Congress and speak to them um, as a testifying, uh, you know, matter of testifying. This uh, poor people's assembly and moral march on Washington is a is pretty much the same type of thing. They've got they've gathered together a lot of people who usually don't have a voice whatsoever to talk about the issues that they have to experience um, living in our society under poverty. So. It's pretty cool if you get a chance to watch it. It's long, but it's got a lot of really good stuff in it. Definitely will do check that out. Um, I I hope I'm changing it too much here, but uh, I I know we're getting near the end, and there's definitely something that I was hoping to talk a little bit about, and it hasn't gotten brought up, which I'm a little bit surprised about. What do you guys think about this whole McRaven-Yang ticket? 
I love it. I wish wish Yang would unsuspend, and I I wish McRaven would come out of the woodwork and say, hello, Mr. Yang, let's do this. Leave uh, Brett Brett Weinstein. In the realm of wishful thinking, unfortunately, is why I don't bring it up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm in wait and see mode, you know? There's been there's been gravitas, big talk. So I'm I'm on board if it happens, but will it happen? I, think, I don't know. Yeah. What level possible. to which is it likely to happen? Like how much has been stepped forward from that moment? Anything at all? Like have they even made contact with you? Uh, Zero. Uh, yes. You know, no, no, they, no. Uh, Brett Weinstein was in communication with uh, some uh, a few of the uh, the Yang gang folks, uh, such as Trumpers for Yang, uh, Patty Kagi. Uh, some other folks too. I'll see if I can dig up that tweet. But uh, there has been some uh, communication with the Yang Gang and uh, Brett Weinstein. There's yeah, a but what about gone. Andrew Yang? <laughs> That's the main problem. Is I can see and I see that the Yang Gang really, you know, everybody would be super happy with it. But I don't think that Andrew Yang himself or Evelyn would uh, be, you know, ready to unsuspend and do all of that right now, given that he's given a commitment. Right before he even signed up to run as the Democratic candidate, he had to agree that he was going to have to uh, support the eventual nominee. So I, yeah, I, I find it hard game. to believe he would. He, yeah, I find it hard that he would walk that back because that just doesn't seem like the type of person he would. He would be. He would not feel comfortable with it. I think. I think if, no, he he keeps his promises. Right. I think if, like if, I would find if, it hard to to make him you know go back on that. I think if McRaven uh, decided he wanted to do this and approached Andrew Yang, I think I think Yang would uh, really give it a hard look. You know, I mean, yeah, he'd be going back on his word, but at the same time, we we are in this critical point in our history yeah. where we really do need somebody with new ideas. And I mean, Yang's yeah. Idea. And here's the thing: how honorable has the Democratic Party itself been in general? Are they worthy of civility? I don't know. I think oh, well, another factor that would probably be uh, weighed into uh, Yang's decision, though, is the idea of spoiling for Trump, because he has said, and he said from the beginning, that Donald Trump cannot be allowed to win by any uh, any small sleight of hand. And I don't think he would want to be blamed for that if things went sour. I think that would put a good amount of reservation into a decision to run as a third party. I think I think you're right, and I think that's probably why he won't do it. But I mean, personally, if I could have the Andrew Yang I want, which maybe isn't the best one to have for everybody, I don't know. But like, just impulsively, what I really want is for him to say, you know what? I did promise that I would not yeah. uh, run against you, Democratic Party. But when you suppress the vote, when you act a villain and you have no honor yourself, you break that contract. This, the social contract yeah. between you and society and me is done. You do not get my holding on to my end of the contract once you break it. Right, right. Yeah. That would be the argument of symbolic versus um, practical, which Yang tends to go for practical over symbolic. But I, I would, too, also immediately vote for any ticket he were on. Stay, stay tuned, man. I mean, I remember seeing that one post he made where he played Return of the Mac on piano. Like, that really gets me. But I feel like he's teasing. He might be teasing, like, what you guys are suggesting. I mean, hey, maybe I'm being optimistic or just wishful thinking. Well, what I would like is that, hey. I like, think he's get, thinking uh, 2024 because he's yeah. promised that he would do that. He should have, he should have uh, McRaven come on Yang Speaks. Like, you know, like, let's see. Let's 
at the meeting of the minds. Let's see, like you know, if if they're like, uh, uh, you know, like I don't think he's like even gonna say. encourage it. Like he he I, would not even want to encourage it or anything. Uh, we, we, do we have until twenty twenty four? You know until like like our our world is just like completely destroyed you know like like but that, but but I'm I'm just thinking it's it's like um at, at 2020 November we'll, we'll just get all the humanity first congressional candidates as we can and 2022 and then that'll just set up the best stage and and by then like hopefully the humanity first con- congressional candidates can like shift the power coax whoever the president is to do what they want the problem yeah, is I'm that, uh, well, I was just saying, like, the problem is that uh, not all of us can, you know, either, like, might not be able to, uh, you know, wait till 2024 or won't even be here in 2024. So it's like we got to get uh, get things done as much as possible now because this is this is, this is a critical, critical time. It's crunch time, and, you know, we can't yes. waste any more time with Absolutely. you know. So this is what we should be doing right now instead of like fighting amongst ourselves about what the strategy should be and like coming up with additional plans that may or may not go anywhere. Um, I think what we need to focus on is continue to yank people exactly what we were doing before he suspended. And which is why I love the video on um, the is it trickle the trickle up or voices um, mindful skeptics, I think. Uh, he just uploaded a video yesterday of our our man, Fred Ramey, right? Fred the felon going to the Trump rally protests and stuff outside. And he doesn't talk to a lot of protesters. He's talking to the, the Trump rally people. You know, he's talking to MAGA people. He's talking to people and and giving them a taste of what, you know, Andrew Yang is about because there's still so many people who don't know about him. You know, right we, may, we may wish for it, but we got to do that work of getting people to know who awesome. he is. Yeah, that's great so to hear. Get back to that. Let's get back to what we were doing before, like 100%. Once again, do you know who Andrew Yang is? Do you know who Andrew Yang is? You know, just be doing that. We need to be doing that every month, all the way up through 2024. Mm-hmm. I think we need yeah. more merch now. We like we all need to be wearing a new like Yang shirt every month, right? <laughs> yeah, and I've been I've been doing that. I've, I've actually been doing that. Re- religiously in a way or instinctively like say hey any chance i get like hey there's this andrew yang guy you know mm-hmm. i'm checking him out you know ordered, uh we're here to listen andrew to yang, you and tell you how uh, andrew yang can help you i i you're right i, I just ordered one of those andrew so uh yeah that would good be, uh, yeah and and it goes to i finally cause. got both nice you get yang 2024 merch already how about like just Yang forever, Yang anytime, Yang at every opportunity. I think right now right. we can I, we can really lean hard on Yang Gang. What are we going to yeah. do with that logo we just commissioned? Uh, like let's my, my dream it. is you guys to like, use it. Uh, well, let's, uh, like yeah, let's use when, it. Let's when, put, put when it on Yang. the uh, let's start using it on the on the YouTube for one. Like I, I was wondering when Yang won. Fine. Like I'd I'd be in Washington and then like we like I I could like take a tour in Marine One and Air Force One with Yang, that would just be wonderful. All right, we've got to get going. Uh, Jeremy's got to run at six, and I think uh, a a number of us are going to go to that stream if we can. So let's say a quick goodbye. And uh, Izzy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, You know, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, Yeah, I'm coming again. Great, great. Thank you. I'm really glad to have you.
glad to have you represent glad to have you know you represented in your views and your story yeah, great to be here you guys group chat and say hey i i want to bring on the so let's let's uh we got a lot of good stuff coming up, but we do have to get going. So let's say goodbye real quick. Um, do we have time to do our Twitter sign off? So should we skip that for today since it's six already? Why don't we just we just um say goodbye real quick, uh, starting with you, Ariel. Oh, okay. okay, my name's Ariel, and uh, you can find me at Ariel's on Audita and Revolutionary Thingy on YouTube. Thank right. you, Fake. Uh, Faye, I am at Palestine Math. Um. Because I'm in Palestine, Texas. Thank you, Faye. And it's Faye Koo, because there's also a Faye Doni who's here often, but not today. And um, Izzy B. Yeah, so, um, yeah, um, uh, you can, um, yeah, so my, my YouTube channel is uh, Izzy Land YT. And um, if, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram or even Facebook, or whatever, just look me up at uh, Izzy, Izzy Bolden. That's I-Z-Z-Y-B-O-L-D-E-N. And you should, you should find me easily. Um, and you know, yeah, Izzy original bone on Facebook and stuff. And even, yeah, my, my run to me on LinkedIn and stuff. So yeah, even in also, I'm also on, under, I'm also on Twitch under, uh, Izzy land. I think it's, I don't know if Izzy land reborn or Izzy reborn, uh, 92, but, uh, yeah, you should, you should be there. I had the same profile picture, I believe. So yeah. Izzy, uh, Jeremy. All right. Thanks for, uh, to everybody for tuning in today. Special thanks to Izzy for joining us. Also, uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Happy Father's um, Day. So, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Jeremy Salmons one That is J-E-R-E-M-Y-S-A-M-M-O-N-S and the number one. Thank you, Jeremy. Mia. I am Mia. I am at Mia Songbird on Twitter, and I would like to take the moment that I've got here to throw one more thank you out to the donors who uh, helped us out with the website today. I think that's really important, and thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mia. Uh, Zach. Like, Mia went quiet. I don't hear Zach, so. Yeah. I'm not, oh, sure, yeah. Was, okay, I'm not sure if Mia was done or not. I was done. Okay, guys. <laughs> All right. All right, there we go. You hear me now? Here we go. Yes. Okay. Oh, no, you've cut out again, Zach. You almost made it to the end. No, no wait. Here we go. There it's the Russians. Uh, it's the oh, Russians. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so, once again, um, my name is Zach. You can follow me on Twitter at Z-A-C-H underscore S-A-C-H-E-R. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called The Liberal Conservative Report. Um, I just had the uh, Libertarian presidential candidate on the channel. I have Zoltan Isfan coming up next. So, you know, I got some good guests lined up in the future as well. So check that out. And I just want to echo what Mia said. Thank you to the donors for our website. And uh, happy Father's Day to everybody. Nice meeting you, Izzy. Yeah, we're all very happy. Nice to meet you too, man. We're all very happy about that. I just want everyone to understand that if you are donating to our um, to our cause, you will be donating to uh, elevate the voices of people who live in poverty because uh, we we bring everybody on and give them a platform to speak. Yeah, that's right. We are the normal people as described in Andrew Yang's book. So on that note, thank you again, Zach, and congratulations again on that, that fantastic guest acquisition. I'm looking forward to seeing that podcast. And uh, my name is Shale. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am S-H-A-E-L-R-I-L-E-Y. We will be back with more Yang Gang Roundtable next weekend. Stay safe out there, and we will talk to you again. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.